your girl Crystal. This is Tanisha. And we're back with another episode of She Laughs. How are you lovely people doing today? Well, I hope. I hope you are extremely blessed. Um, so today's topic, T, what is it? We are going to be talking about discernment. Ooh. Um spiritual discernment. Because I think um a lot of times people I guess I have heard people go, well, um, isn't the sermon where you can sense that there are doubles around and stuff? And, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like, it's, I mean, that is something that you can tap into. Um, and then they go, well, isn't discernment more like when you know something? And I'm like, kind of. So we are going to delve into exactly what um, discernment means, and um, I'm going to have a few scriptures mm-hmm. um, that I will read <clears throat> in the Bible that um, talk about discernment and the importance of Christians having discernment mm. um, and the importance of um, exercising that, that, that discernment, meaning um, practicing it, making it better, making it stronger, mm-hmm. because there's a way um, to definitely do that. I think the way to we should really kick off how to do this is one defining it um because I know for me discernment for me really being able to tap into my own um yeah. has become fairly it's been fairly new for me um it's not something I've always known or understood or even realized that I had um and so it's different for everyone for some people it's a gift like Tanisha has a gift of discernment. Her discernment is strong. She ain't never. <laughs> Anytime I listen to her and I'll be like, no. And then like a couple of days I'll be like, you were right. Uh. <laughs> like it's real strong. Mine, not so much. I can discern certain things, pick up on certain things, but mostly it has to do mostly with the people I love and care about the most. I can discern their moods, their temperaments, stuff that's going on with them that they may not say. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. So those are kind of the discernments I have. Now, with strangers, not so much usually because I'm in the pocket and I ain't really worried about that. And that's usually <laughs> the difference um, when when discernment is your spiritual gifting. And, of course, you know, it being your spiritual gifting, it comes from God. Mm-hmm. It's a bit different. Um, so just doing research, the meaning of discernment is the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. Mm, um okay. in in a layman's term way it's basically thinking biblically. Okay. So really in order to exercise that discernment and to make it stronger, you really need to be studying the word. Yes. Not just reading it. There is a difference <laughs> between reading and studying. Um and more of the spiritual aspect of discernment where it's more of a gifting, it's allowing the Holy Spirit to lead or give direction on any matter. So that could be discerning spirits, that could be discerning actions, that can be discerning people's intents, that can be discerning courses of of events or things that go on. Um so it becomes a bit more um I guess the the worldly word would you would be intuitive. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> it becomes more intuitive when it is a gifting. But we all have the gift of discernment. All yeah. of us. Yes, um, I agree with that. 
we all have the ability to, like I said, um, exercise it, make it strong, and we all are supposed to use it. And again, like I said, the Bible really, really um, hits ahead on the importance of using it. That way you aren't falling under the direction of someone who is incorrect. So I have 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 and 22. And this is the New King James Version, and it says, Test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. So the only way for you to test something is if you kind of already know the knowledge. Mm -hmm. And the only way to know the truth is to be reading the truth. Mm. Can you repeat that? I don't think they heard you. (laughs) Really, the only way to know truth is to read it. And your word is truth. Mm -hmm. So that's the only way to be able to say, you know what? Um, That doesn't sound right. Yes. Like if you are listening to a sermon and you're like this, something about that doesn't sound right. Go back and check your word. Yes, Lord. That's what you're supposed to do. So it is important for your soul's sake to exercise and stretch and grow your discernment. Just don't go out there willy-nilly and listening to everyone. Is mm-hmm. it, if that's the importance mm-hmm. of reading, especially. And it, I mean, <laughs> it talks about it in the Bible. He says, study, study to show yourself approved for a reason. So you won't be fooled by yes. the things of this world out here because there are tricksters and there are spirits out here that are looking to fool you and your knowledge. Uh, so you you got to stand up to yes, that thing and that's absolutely. the only thing that comes from is by reading your word that is the only way that's really the only way to test it um, another scripture is First uh, John 4 and the first verse it says beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets have gone out into the world mm. You, it is your job and your duty Mm. to use your discernment that is a part of wisdom yes you have to use it it is important to use it and i know a lot of times people think well um i don't hear god so i don't know how to it's not god it's 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 the holy spirit yes please it is the holy spirit there is a difference (laughs) because when you become saved Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the next thing you need to be looking up is asking God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Yes. The filling of the Holy Spirit is what helps with that discernment. It can be anywhere from a feeling that you get in your stomach. Some people actually feel it. Mm-hmm. Some people hear things. I'm a hearer. And usually it, it doesn't come in the sound of your own voice. But it doesn't, it's not a scary voice, <laughs> but it's like you hear, it's, I, I equate it to, it's like someone sitting next to you that said something. Yes. That's what it sounds like. And you're looking to say, who said that? Because it didn't come from your own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I equate it to, I say it's, it, to me, it's, it's like word vomit. If I hear something and I say it. A lot of times I don't remember that I said it after I say it. 
y'all she done did that to me so many times and i'm like you remember when you told me this and it happened and she's like i don't and i'm like but we were talking no I do, usually she, that's I, I don't i'm i'm i really don't know what that is i know that it is discernment um it's more probably so tapped in the prophetic but i know it's discernment usually um <clears throat> i also have moments where I will hear something and it will click in my head almost like I read someone else's idea. That's the only way I can describe mm-hmm. it. That That is revelation gotcha. coming yeah. to me because I know that is not my own thought mm-hmm. because it comes when it comes. It's like like literally like the shades flip open and I get to see something that I really wasn't looking for in the first place. Mm. Mm. Okay. So that's revelation. So I, I, there are different ways to tune in and tap into that discerning spirit. Don't always assume there is a one way that fits everyone. I think that's important because I had to learn that for my own sake. Sometimes I'll hear a voice. For me, he usually will come to me and it'll sound like someone else I've heard. That's mm-hmm. just that's just how I'm yes. able to tell. It doesn't freak me out. Um, depending, I guess, on, honestly, for me, what point he's trying to get across. It's like he'll use a voice where I'm, I equate that with stern or with teaching. Um, so I'll hear it in a significant voice. That's just for me. Other times, it might be a dream I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm just waking up and I'm like, okay, Lord, you made that very clear. Yes. Like, you just laid that on out. Um, but so for some people, they might feel it in their bodies, you mm-hmm. know, cause I know, I think it was one time. I don't really think of it as discernment. I think it was, God was trying to tell me to stop something and uh-huh. it came up physically in my body cause I wasn't stopping, but I was like, er, nothing else. I wasn't hearing any alarms going mm-hmm. off. I wasn't hearing anything talking to me, but my neck hurt for like two weeks straight. And the moment I stopped doing something, it immediately went away. Yeah. So it's kind of like he uses whatever he can. To get your attention. Yes. It de- depends on the person. And he made you so he knows you. And um, I think a lot of times, <clears throat> even the gut feelings we get, we ignore. And we shouldn't. I'm a big advocate for if you have a gut feeling and something is telling you something, you to the point where you don't know how to explain it, that is usually discernment. And you mm-hmm. really need to listen to what you're hearing. Mm. Don't try to understand it. Mm. Listen to what you're hearing. Um, I had a instance with my mother-in-law um, last week. We were going to get some tires for the truck, just some used tires just to have in the meantime until we get some new ones. And the place we were going to wasn't... I'm not going to say it was bad, um, but it was on the cheap end. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really expecting much. That's what I could afford at the time. This is what I'm going to get. And um, the minute we walked in and we um, I told the lady the size of the tires that I needed, how many I needed, and she went to go in the back to make sure that they had them, um, right then my mother-in-law was like, pay cash. What? Because the whole time we were talking, you know, on the way there, I was going to use a card just to pay cash. She, and I could tell how she said that, that she heard that. 
mm-hmm. just like that. Because the whole time there was no, she didn't, there was no conversation as to payment, form of payment or nothing. She out of the blue, pay cash. So that's what I did, and I asked her later. I said, "Why, why did, why did you say that? What, what did you see? Because I'm thinking, you know, maybe you saw something that looked sketchy." She was like, "No, because that's what I heard." Mm. She said, "That is what I heard," and she said, "Right when I was getting ready to ignore, I heard it again." Oh, and wow. I said, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> I said, all right, that's <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, all right." So the, you, I mean. It's different for everyone, but still, it should never be ignored. There's a reason for it. And like I was saying, don't try to understand the reason. You will waste time trying to get an understanding of why you're hearing what you're hearing. It, it's irrelevant. Your understanding is not needed. It's not required. Your obedience is. I, I can attest to that because there are some times, there has been some times where I'm like, Lord, I do not want to do this. Particularly because where Tanisha's gifting is in discernment, one of my giftings is in interceding on behalf of others. Mm-hmm. Intercessory prayer. And inter- Yes, intercessory prayer specifically to where I will be like, Lord has laid someone on my heart and I'm constantly praying for them, praying them through things discerning when specific events are happening even though I don't have a clue that they're going Mm -hmm. on I can wake up in the middle of the night and see someone's face and I will literally get on my knees and pray for them because I know something's happening in that moment um, or they're struggling in that moment so it's been some times where God has asked me to do certain things and it made absolutely no sense yeah (laughs) absolutely no sense and to this day, I will be honest with you people, I do not know what that person got out of it. I don't understand. It's not for me to understand. No. But he was just like, do this and do this now and send it this way or do it this way. And that obedience that comes with knowing, okay, this was not me. Because if you're really honest and you really know yourself, like I know Crystal in a way nobody else does. Okay. So I know <laughs> when it's me talking. Well, the, 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 the real, the point of discernment is to show you what God wants you to know. Mm, okay. Okay. Period. <laughs> I, I Not what it. you want to know. No, I want y'all to pick has, up on that. I, that's what I, that's why I said period. <laughs> Let, let's, let's go ahead and, and end that sentence. That's the responsibility of discernment to tell you what God wants you to know. God don't need you to try to understand it. He don't need you to try to figure it out. He don't need you to try to think of a better way to do it. He doesn't need you to assist him in any way. There's something he needs you to know. Period. It don't matter. It doesn't matter that you don't want to know it. It doesn't even matter that it may hurt your feelings. There is something that he wants you to know. She's kind of preaching to me right now. Yeah. That is its responsibility. That is the only responsibility of discernment. There is something he needs you to know. After that, will come direction on what you need to do. But he needs you to know something, and he needs you to know it right now. So that's why I would tell people, don't ignore that gut feeling. When you feel it, something is going on, and you need to listen, because he needs you to know. 
First off, get wrapped in the fact that he even sends something to let you know something. Okay, I gotta pause you right there. I got to. I have Y'all, this comes with the clause, okay? It is wonderful when God lets you in to his kind of like his secrets lets you in on the on the on the joke that he's like working this out and he lets you in on his plans and his course of action it's wonderful however comma (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. it can be frustrating as well and the reason I say that is because a lot of times he will discern or show you something that is either happening or about to happen but it doesn't feel like it or it doesn't look like it and so you mm-hmm. have to hold on to what he's told you and what you know yeah he's told you absolutely and that can be frustrating mm-hmm. um and it can kind of hurt your feelings sometimes you'll be like ah but i thought you said he did he said exactly that yeah now everything else sometimes we will be like well if he said this and we'll add on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> he didn't say all that. Usually those said. who add to it. Okay, I'm going to say it, Lord. Usually those who add to it are not in their word at all. Mm, okay. They're not. They're not. They read it. They haven't studied it. So it's not in them to combat anything Mm -hmm. um those even those who may struggle with what they hear (laughs) um because they don't want the burden of the responsibility of whatever it is they gotta do oh i've been there that 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 shows that you are in your word you're just having a flesh moment Mm -hmm. so usually not usually the thing to do after that is to, even though you don't want to, I'm just going to throw that disclaimer out there, Mm -hmm. is to pray that the Holy Spirit leads you in your response on what to do. Because you don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And you know you don't want to. And if you like me, I will tell God flat out, I just, I don't want to do this. I never say I'm not. I've had that one lesson and I ain't doing that again. So I've never said I'm not. But I'm honest with him to say, I do not want to do this. And then I will follow it up with, I need you to help me. Because I, I don't want to. And you know I don't want to. I, I need assistance. Like r- right I, now. I need, I, a, I need some assistance. I have been there. Because <laughs> I do not want to do this. Oh, I've been there. I remember having something spoken to me. And people around me were just floored. And I couldn't speak. Because I could hear plainly God confirming what was said. Yeah. And I kept for a week, I kept saying, Lord, I do not want to do this. No. And if you want me to, I will do it. But I'm letting you know, I do not want, you're going to have to help me. Mm-hmm. You are literally going, going to, to have, have to, to change You're going to have heart. to change my heart and my mind about this because, because I don't want to. And here's the thing. I think a lot of times we... When we say that, 
we what we're really asking for, if we would be honest, is peace about the situation. Yes. Here's the thing, and I don't mean to burst your bubble. Mm. Go ahead. Peace usually only comes after you've obeyed God. Facts. Sorry, ain't no other way to say it. Facts, <laughs> so, y'all. So you can, Facts. You can ask for peace. You can ask God, just make me okay with it first, and then I'll do it. That's not how this works. Mm-mm. You need to do what he asks you to do first, then you'll have peace. Otherwise, he has nothing but time. Mm. So if you want to continue to drive your own self insane, I have seen someone do it. Then, hey, he got nothing but time, sir and ma'am. He has nothing but time. You want to run yourself ragged? That's fine. You want to keep running? That's fine. You want to enjoy these sleepless nights? That's fine. You want your mind to be discombobulated during the day and you can't tell your head from your butthole? That's fine. <laughs> that we, <laughs> that he has all the time in the world. Peace will come after obedience. obedience. Period. I, I'm just gonna co-sign y'all because what she's saying is straight facts. I I can't say it enough. I've been there often enough to where now those moments where I'm just fighting um, literally don't happen for long. One because I love sleep. That's that's one. Okay. <laughs> Two, he knows how to get me and make me uncomfortable. Because when he's trying to get your attention, he makes you uncomfortable, okay? So the only way to do it is obey. Because at the end of the day, it even says he's going to get the glory no matter what. At the end of the day, every knee shall bow. So Mm. every tongue shall confess. So here it is. For me, I'm going to confess now. I ain't got time to be having sleep this night. I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I know who you are. I know that you're the Lord and Savior over my life. I don't want to fight you because I know that's a battle I cannot win. I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not going to try. I just need your peace. So let me go ahead and do this because I've done it enough times now to understand that every single time that I have had to do something that he has asked me to do that I did not want to do, peace has always followed immediately after the moment I have made the decision to go ahead. And sometimes not just that moment, but the moment I have actually obeyed and did what I'm supposed to do. Sometimes not even in just the decision to, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. Sometimes it comes literally after I've physically done whatever he has asked. Yes. Um, But when I say that peace, like no, like I said, guys, my neck was hurting for two weeks. Two. The moment I did exactly what he asked, that pain was gone. I was able to sleep. I was like, oh, you was really trying to get my attention. And that's the thing I'm so happy about is because he loves us so much that, that the he's level. willing to give you that because he doesn't have to he really he doesn't. doesn't have to get your attention he doesn't have to try to get you to do what he wants you to do for the betterment of yourself he could just be like well all right that's the thing <laughs> he loves you so much the length that he's willing to go to get you to do what you need to do 
to get the things that he wants to give you. Like it says, he's not, he thinks good thoughts towards you. Yes. Okay. Things that he loves you, he wants to give you, to better you. That's all he wants for you. And we fight him so bad Mm -hmm. because we think we know better. Yeah. Well, it's my life, so I know exactly what I should do. Is it your life? Oh. That's, that I'm gonna let question. you bust they they bubble with that. Is one. it your life? Did you? Give, <laughs> Is it really? Did you give yourself that life? Did you give and yourself? If you, your and gift? if you feel that you did, then you know um, that's fine. Because if you gave yourself your your gifts, you'd be able to understand them. <clears throat> Gifting gifts that are given to us are a mystery. They're supposed to be used and lived with, not understood. When you're struggling trying to understand it, you're missing the point. The point is to use it for uh-huh. the betterment. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, she just made me mouth drop <laughs> on the mic. I need you to rewind that because somebody didn't really hear, hear that. And you just like really, I don't think people get the weight of it. If you what? Which if you made your own life, that means you gave yourself your own gifts. That means you should be able to understand them. That means you should be able to explain to someone in a way that makes them understand what their gifts are. Mm. And a lot of times we don't even know what we're here to do, period. So how is it that you own your own life? So she just spoke a word. I need you to catch it. Somebody say catch because I <laughs> called it. I'm going to need you to get on that train because she ain't playing tonight. I don't know what's in the water. She over there drinking. <laughs> I got water too, y'all, but it ain't like hers. So, so <laughs> I need you to catch it. Because, I mean, y'all hear us laughing. It's only because we've been through some of these things. Yes. And then, two, we actually want y'all to get it. Because there's so many things out there he's trying to give you. Yes. And a lot of times we hold ourselves back from our own blessings. Because we refuse to listen to discernment. And what he's trying to tell us. Yes. And we refuse to obey. And so all the time that you waste due to your stubbornness. Like I remember hearing Bishop T.D. Jake say, and he was like, the casualties of stubbornness, stubbornness are, are, are massive. They're massive. Like, you don't even realize how much your stubbornness and your willingness to get your own way. Yes. And you are physically and emotionally and mentally harming yourself and taking away from yourself. Because because you want all of the accolades in the end. You want, at the end, when you receive whatever it is you've been dreaming of having, for someone to ask you, how'd you do it? And for you to be able to say either, I did it myself, or actually give a thorough explanation as to do it. Simply saying God did it ain't enough for people nowadays. I'm sorry. I I know where I've been and I know where I'm at right now. Simply saying God did it is not enough. Well, I want more. Well, I can't give you more than that. I I promise you. The fact that I am saying that should make you now want to ask me, well, how do I get to know this God? That's it. But people don't want that. People don't want that. They want to know a step-by-step 
by step. Well, well, God did don't help me right now. Yes, it will. If you really listen to what I'm saying, get to know him. If you would, if you would listen with your ears at what I'm saying, that should make you want to. That should make you want to. When you get to know him, I promise you, try him. You'll never come up empty. You'll never come up short. But no, we want we want a fully thought out and explained step by step and include the footnotes of shortcuts mm-hmm. and how to do it. And that's not how it works. This ain't your own life. You didn't make yourself. You didn't give yourself those dreams and visions because if you did, you'd be able to attain them in the way and thoughts that you assume they should be attained. And you cannot. So that means you need to go to the source. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quote Bishop T.D. Jakes again because he this sermon he was on it, he was on it. But if you gave yourself your gifts, then your life would look the way your mouth says your life should look. But it don't. It don't. A lot of you, you, you lie. <laughs> it just don't. You do. It doesn't. It doesn't. Your your life reflects nothing about what you say you do. <sighs> nothing about the accolades you try to But you gave yourself your life. Yeah. No. Not at all. No. You did Cut it out. Not. (laughs) You did not (sighs) at all. And and the use of discernment is important. It's important. It's important. It's spirit led. It's day to day. It's a task that we all have to keep in mind even those who are spiritually gifted in discernment. Yes. It's still a task because even when those moments come up, they're moments. Mm-hmm. It's literally a moment. It's a extremely strong intuition that you have to focus in on and you have to do it and say it and write then because it will leave. Yes. Yeah, and if you fumble and stumble, and I don't really know, should I? Should I already? It'll go. The spirit will be like, "Hey, we don't want me to use you right now. I'll go on about my business." Pretty much. And either you miss the opportunity for yourself, or for someone else, or for someone else, and that's even worse. I think it's sad um, because I know some people who are gifted with discernment, but don't use it the way it's supposed to be used. No, they usually use it for personal benefit. (laughs) They use it as a form of manipulation. Mm. They use it as, well, manipulation is witchcraft, just in case you didn't know. Yes. Um, They use it, they use it to be the know-it-all of the family. They use it to, Mm. um, to usually push them on their own selves up or their own agenda. Uh, yes. So, and that's, that's not how the sermon is used. It's not used so that you can know everybody's business. Let me just say it. Most of you use it as a form of gossip. Mm-hmm. And that is not what discernment is about. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend and you have a discerning spirit that something's going on with them, that does not mean pick up the phone to get all the juicy details. No, that means get on your face and pray for them. Because something's going on. And you don't have to know what's going on. Say that again because a lot of times people feel like I need to know 
what it is. That's I need going to know on. what it is because I'm me. What does that mean, man or sir? I mean means what? I mean sounds extremely arrogant because who are you? You that important that you supposed to know to every, everything? 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 Well, I gotta know. Well, my I've name heard is... people say, "Well, I don't know what exactly to pray for." That don't mean you can't pray, right? Why? Why you have to know? Do you need to know specifically, or do you need to pray to the one who already knows and knew that it was coming before it even happened? Well, uh, basically, you just okay. want to know what's going on. Well, how do I know what to pray for if I don't know what's going on? Father, help them works. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something too about God letting you in on his secrets. Okay. If you walk with him long enough, he will let you in on his secrets. Okay. He will talk to you, but you know. But then if you get to be that point like that with discernment, with manipulation, mm-hmm. he will close that curtain so quick and be like, you know what? Let me just let you wait mm-hmm. and I'll just let it show up. Yep. Because there's a level of trust. A lot of times I don't think we understand that God actually trusts us with his plans. Yes. And his visions. And so he, that's why he lets us in on his secrets. Because he trusts us just that enough enough to be like, I'm going to let you in on the game, on the game plan. I'm going to let you see what I'm over here trying to work out for you or for this person in your life. Let, let me just let you get a glimpse so you can just have the courage and the strength to continue on. And then when you start to act like you have a right to know. Yeah, yeah. That entitlement. Mm-hmm. That entitlement, that arrogance, he will cut it down mm-hmm. and shut it down so quick. So don't ever think that you have a right to know anything because you don't. Period. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Or who that person is to you. If your job is to pray for them or do something for them, do that and that is it. That's all you, that's all. That's all that's needed. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's me getting off my soapbox. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add about discernment? No. Because you said it all. Again, we are mainly speaking of spirit-led, day-to-day discernment, not um, the spiritual gifting of. I know I said the gift of discernment, but it's more so the spirit-led discernment, being in tune with the spirit. Um, And don't be one of those people that goes, well, I'm discerning that you're going through something. What is it? Let me pray for you. Once again, stop it. Cut it out. Well, let me just be honest. (laughs) When you are feeling that, you already know they're going through something. Thank you. So you don't have to ask. Just say up a quick prayer. And they don't even have to know you're praying for them. It's not... Can we say that? Can we speak on that real quick? They don't have to know. Because again, you are... That's witchcraft. You're trying to say, you know, I prayed for you because the, the Lord told me that you're going through something. And you say that... To try to get them to talk. To, yeah, you go. There you a, go. But, but the act I've had of, people do that to me, and I didn't know. Well, no. One of them I knew. You're fishing for information. And I said, well, thank you. I, I, all prayers are always appreciated. Thank you for your obedience. And that was all I said. Because <laughs> you're not. 
going to know not none of my business. <laughs> You're not. Okay. <laughs> that was all you got for me. I, I thank you for your obedience. Praise the Lord. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some pe- people will do that. And I have learned the act one praying for someone is an act of obedience if you want you to pray for them pray for them yes two it's also an act of love my friends i we will tell we pray for each other every day i don't know what they pray for me for outside of the fact that they're my friends i don't know the actual details of their prayers i just know they're praying for me and the same for them but I don't have to go around for the people I'm love I love and say, you know I was praying for you. You know I was praying for you. You know I was praying for you. Mm-hmm. No, the act of love is saying I pray for them anyway without them ever knowing. Because they don't need to. You know that there's somebody bigger and better than you that can provide for them in a way that you never will be able to. And I feel like that is the ultimate mm. the ultimate sh- true sign sign of love and affection is to pray for someone without them asking and without them ever knowing because it's literally saying I see what is going on or maybe I don't see maybe I just hear or I I sense it but I'm going to someone who I know sees and hears and knows everything Mm -hmm. going on with Mm -hmm. you and can work things out in your favor and so I'm going to go on your behalf to them and intercede for you because maybe you don't even know if that person can even go and do it themselves because you don't know where their head is at. Yes, you don't know where their head and is stuff. at. Yeah. And so to go and intercede for them and say, Lord, I see this person. Can you please help? Can you help them? I'm not even coming to you for me right now. I need you to get them together. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're okay. That is an ultimate act of love. So, okay, I'm off my soapbox now. We were back <laughs> at the <laughs> Sorry, caveat. But that's it, you guys. Really, um, it is very important. Like I said, and and based on those two scriptures, those are just two that I listed from the Bible that speak on the importance and the use of discernment. So, really, guys, really get into studying your word. Mm. Get into studying it, um, even if you're not doing it every day which you should aspire to do it daily. But even if you fall short, because I most definitely myself do, you still need to be studying it. And then to even break down the studying of your word, it's more than just reading. It's reading and then taking a moment to reflect on what you just read. It's basically comprehensive reading. It's Mm. something that we learned in school. When you read the little passage and then they ask you questions. Well, what happened in this story? Well, do you understand this story? Explain this story to me. That's studying because that's when you really get it. So you really have got to be doing that in your Bible. There are tons of versions to look through. Yes. I prefer to start with the the New King James Version Mm -hmm. and then move to maybe the NIV Version. I, um... Love King James first. As you start to read the word and get really familiar with it, I'm really starting to love the message version. I love the message, but I would not suggest that to people who haven't. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new. Um, if you are new, please do not go directly to the message version. I need you to stick with 
I mean, if you can handle King James, by all means, but new King James needs to be your foundation. Yes. Mm-mm. And then you can build from there. Um, I enjoy the message. Well, I just wasn't going to mention it because I want to <laughs> go straight to the message and you be lost. So don't come back saying Crystal and T off of She Laughs said, go straight to the message right no, now. No, did not. because the message really <laughs> for real, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? The message version absolutely compacts everything that it says and translates it not out of context but to everyday language but now. to everyday language now so you could miss the foundation of the context that they're mm-hmm. speaking of if you don't start from a king james yes. version. because there's certain thing words in the king james version that they use that when you go back and you really read and research what that word meant back in that time yes. you get a clearer understanding of what was going on because it's a reason that they use certain words uh, for certain things. You don't get that in the message version. So once again, start in the New King James Version, really read to understand because there's been times where I've had to read over verses and thought I got it, thought I knew the story. And then when I went back and read again and really understood the words that they were using and the reason they were using them, it brought a whole different context to that particular story. Um, and then once I was able to do that, then I could go to the message version and then read the story and be like, oh, okay. And find a good study Bible. Yes. A study Bible, not just the Bible. Study. They they actually are called study Bibles mm-hmm. because they give you footnotes. They give you um, extra context. Yeah, context um, and extra things that I allow you to understand exactly what's going on in that moment because there's something certain books of the bible that have um that take place in certain areas Mm -hmm. um in certain times and are for certain people like it wasn't until i actually got a study bible that i realized that the book of philippians was a letter (laughs) didn't know that I just was reading my Bible. <laughs> and it wasn't so like I studied Bible. I was like, okay, I get that now. It's completely different. That's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's a letter to a people, to the people of Philippi. Didn't and, know that. And knowing those things, guys, because when it comes to reading the Bible, when it comes to life period, context is everything. You change the context of something, you change your viewpoint. Yes. And you change the whole conversation. Um, as one person put it, if you put your finger up, your um, what? which one is this? My index finger? Yes. If you put your index finger up in the context of direction, it's pointing up. In the context of numbers, it's one. In the context of body, it's finger. So... Each one of those, you change the context, you change the conversation. So yes. that's why you want to really understand the context. And that's why we're saying go back to the New King James Version and really study for yourself so you can understand before going to the message. So that's all. Well, good people. Where can they find you, T? Um, you guys can always find me on Facebook, Tanisha Williams. You can find me on Instagram, um, Mrs. Travolta Does Hair. And then you can also hit up my business um, Instagram site, which is TJW Salon Studio. Nice. 
Um, as always, guys, you can find me on Facebook under Charmaine Kierce. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, uh, Charmaine Kierce. You can also find me on Facebook on my page, Charmaine's Confessions. Uh, that's my blog. Uh, so please go read up, see what other good words uh, myself and Tanisha, because we do write as well. Yes. Um, also, check out Ill Communication Studios, who we are partnering with. Um, to bring you She Laughs each and every week. I know we've been kind of slacking on that, but we are starting to rev back into it because we know that there's some of you that listen to us religiously. Yes, and we definitely yes. are here for you. Um, going through the week is hard. Um, and to be able to have some laughter and just someone else who gets it um, to listen to and just understand life with. So that's what we're here for you. Please don't hesitate to send us your questions, um, anything you want us to actually discuss. We're always here for you. But until next time, we love you. I love you guys. Sorry. <laughs> she, she zoned out. She gave y'all a word. Out, she, she gave y'all a word. That's resonating with me. And then she just zoned out on us, guys. So with that being said, <laughs> until next time, we love you, be blessed, and we'll talk to you See soon. See you guys. See ya.